Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pod Diva. Hello, hello. This is Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm telling you, it really is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. You might know me as Helena Peabody on the TV show The L Word. Remember that show? and all the many iterations it spawned. Today I'm joined by the always radiant, always beautiful and always proud Roxy Bordion, our editor-in-chief, who leads us all into battle performing wild lesbiantics with her rousing cries <laughs> of pride and celebration, the diamond of the season. So gay, you can hear the rainbow, listeners. Hello, Roxy. Diamond of the season. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Oh my goodness. I am I am absolutely shaken by this. Um I love the podcast Guilty Feminist and this very much reminds me of that. Ah. This thing of I am a feminist but so I am a feminist. It is 2023, but being called the diamond of the season <laughs> makes me feel absolutely glorious because I bloody love a bit of Bridgerton. Thank you. Who doesn't <laughs> love a bit of Bridgerton? This is the glorious episode of Pod Diva that comes around just once a month, just after the new magazine comes out. We call it the debrief. And this is where we dive right into the gorgeous and gobsmackingly glittery articles in the magazine. Magazine. It's a kind of magazine club. We're talking about the world's leading glossy magazine that celebrates LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. And it's a big sparkly celebration this month. We like to call it a gorgeous glossy in your exquisite LGBTQIA ear, listener. Mm. Now, tell me, Roxy, as if I could be in any doubt, having already had my little cheeks tickled and kissed, little baby kisses, maybe even slapped... <laughs> By this strikingly bold rainbow cover of glitter and love and joy. Can you tell me what is the theme of this month's issue of Diva Magazine? As if I didn't already know, but please tell me, Roxy. It's pride, baby. It's pride. Mother tucking pride. Here we go. It's here, people. Pride has arrived. It's official and we're all totes intoxicated. <laughs> oh, my God, we are. The gay panic is real. It is pride and I am tickling Rachel's cheeks and she is oh, loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. Little butterfly kisses all over my cheeks. We have this delectable pride delicious cover. It really is. So spine-tinglingly stunning of the influencer Amber Whittington. Amber, 
whose YouTube channel I'm sure you know is called Amber's Closet, can be heard next week on Pod Diva in exclusive conversation with Diva Deputy Editor Nick Crozara. Honestly, this cover, Roxy, it must be seen to be believed. It really feels like you're inside a rainbow on one of those long, hot summer evenings with all the sunshine and none of the rain, like like you're sitting on a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and the sparkling, shimmering hues warm your cockles. Amber herself is radiating this golden light. Amber light, perhaps. It's so beautiful. Nick calls her the certified queero for many. She's got this huge following. Can you tell me a bit about this cover star, Amber Whittington, how you go about putting this together? Oh my goodness. Rachel, I'm so glad you love this cover because quite frankly, I am obsessed. (laughs) It's like the perfect pride party that you want to be at. Amber looks insanely gorgeous. She looks powerful. She looks strong. She looks really sexy, but in a really fantastic, authentic way. And it's just so fabulous. And I love what our wonderful designer, Fernando, has done with the with the pride colours, with the rainbow colours, with the bi flag colours, the trans flag colours, the lesbian colours. They're all on there in different ways. Pride stuff, we're all used to seeing rainbows everywhere. But I think it's a really original spin on the pride flag. And it's like a pride cover, but really cool and hot gorgeous. Absolutely. It's absolutely gorgeous. Everyone knows about Amber Whittington, but can you just tell the listener a bit more? Tell us a few details about her. Absolutely. So when I first started working at Diva, it was in the middle of what I would describe as the queer YouTube boom. Boom. And there were... (laughs) Boom! Exactly. Boom. (laughs) That's very much the sound they were making across the internet. And it was all these fantastic queer creators were using YouTube as a way to share their own stories, talk about issues affecting their community and create the visibility that they hadn't seen growing up and that they needed to. And Amber of Amber's Closet, she's like one of the OGs. Like she was doing it back in the day, making this authentic, awesome content, sharing her story, being cool, being stylish and just making so many viewers feel seen. She's been doing it for ages, and she's been excelling at it. And so she's built up this massive following. I think it's about half a million Instagram followers. Wow. Over 800,000 on a YouTube channel. Um, But she's, she's not just an influencer. She's an activist, and she really, really cares. And she's actually using the platform that she's built up to make people feel less alone, but also to go out and create real world world change and I'm just such a fan I think she's absolutely awesome yes she's very eloquent Mm. she lives in LA and I think she does a lot of work there on the ground like in those smaller issues and she says something and you can hear more of this in next week's interview with her she talks about how everyone can have an effect by just talking to one person because that one person will speak to another person you don't have to have a platform this huge platform in order to create change. You can just do it on a day-to-day level. You can make change in small ways and that's just as important. I really like that she said that. Amazing cover and what a great interview as well. It's all about pride, as you said, Roxy, and you say in your editor's letter, and I love your editor's letter, as always. Can you read it to me? You said something about what pride means to all of us. I can indeed. Pride means something different for all of us. 
but at its core, at its very best, it is the panacea for the shame we are often far too familiar with. It is protest meets party meets you, exactly as you are, embracing all the parts the world tells you to hide with glorious abandon. Wow. I think that's so strong. And I think the magazine and the cover really sums up all that you say there because protest meets party meets you. There's suggestions and guides in the magazine on ways to enjoy pride, things that you can do, things to listen to, what to wear, all of that. But it's not one size fits all because it caters to everyone's own special idiosyncrasies and tastes. For some people, you know, it's all about the party. Diva's feature writer, for example, Shah Bailey says for her, it's all about the people and the wellness tent, whilst our editorial assistant, Krista McKenzie, says they'll be spending a fair amount of time reading. So it's so different. And that's all totally okay. You have a lovely suggestion there about Music, Roxy. <laughs> I have a cheeky suggestion, <laughs> I think is what it's more accurately yes, described as. Yes, go on then, read that bit. Tell the listener what oh. you wrote. Go and oh, do it in your dearie. best sultry voice. Okay, so load up your music streaming service of choice and blast Janelle Monet's extraordinarily saucy new single, Lipstick Lover. I encourage you to sing along with gusto, especially to the line... Leave a sticky hickey in a place I won't forget. It's my new favourite catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about that catchphrase, Have you seen the video, Rachel? No, I haven't. I should. should. Gosh, you need to see it. If you haven't seen it, gorgeous Pod Diva listener, and you, Rachel, my love, you gotta watch it. I mean, Janelle Monet <laughs> is extraordinary. So, so yes. powerful and talented and awesome and boundary pushing. And mm. the new single, Lipstick Lover, the video is like, <laughs> it's gotta be seen to be believed. It's gorgeous. It's powerful. It's a celebration of, of black queer identity. And it is so sexy. Whoa. And this line, leave a sticky hickey in a place I won't forget, which you have to say with that exact sort of rhythm. Exactly. It's so fun to say. It's just flirty and it's just so much, so much joy to say. And that video is just so great. Oh, okay. I'll dig it out. I'll have a little looky. Do it. (laughs) Leave a sticky hickey in a place I won't forget. I like it. Going from Technicolor Kaleidoscope to Dark and Twisted, which is where I want to go now. Want to get a bit of Dark and Twisted (laughs) amongst all these rainbows. We need to talk about Dead Ringers, Roxy, the wonderful TV show starring Rachel Weiss, who we've already swooned over a lot on Pod Diva, you and I. And now we have double the reason to swoon because it's Rachel Weiss squared. <laughs> Rachel Weiss twice. It's almost too much to handle. She's playing twins. There's two of them. Oh, my goodness. Dead Ringers is based on the David Cronenberg original TV show from the 80s. That was based on the book Twins being... Cronenberg, the guy behind Crash, mm. it's all a bit weird and and sort of twisted and mm. a bit gruesome almost and dark in places, but wonderfully weird, I would say. Yeah. And I love that one of the twins in this is really messy, mouth open, spitty, ravenous eater. She's amazing performances. Rachel Weiss is on screen almost the entire time, 
and sometimes twice. A bit peculiar (laughs) and quite twisted, but so good and funny. It's really funny. Now, Roxy, you still have that delight ahead of you to start watching. I'm so, so excited to watch Dead Ringers. Like I need to, you know, sorry, sorry, Rachel. Sorry, lovely Poddiva listener. I gotta, I gotta go watch this right now (laughs) because you're only making me more thrilled to watch it. I've heard such awesome things and I think it's so exciting where we are at the moment in terms of queer storytelling and queer representation. Yes, there's still a long, long way to go before we have the authentic, inclusive representation that we deserve. But it's exciting to see these original, different ways of queer storytelling, different kinds of characters, different tones coming through. It's such a delight. We're talking about Rachel Vice spitting. And obviously, we can't let that slide without referring to the famous (laughs) spit in my mouth of disobedience. So Rachel, Rachel, what are you doing with your spitting? You're just exciting all the queers. I mean, it's not an original or insightful point of view, but Rachel Weiss, bloody lover. Oh my goodness. Absolutely lover. And she's so good at playing queer. Yeah. So we had the spitting in the mouths in Disobedience with Rachel McAdams. Yeah. And we had her in the favourite in Britches. Oh! I loved that. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, Rachel's doing things I didn't even know I needed her to do. <laughs> and now in Dead Ringers, it's almost like, oh yeah, we've had a spit in the mouth. We've had a Rachel in Britches with a big old gun having a way with a limb. What do we need next? We need Rachel Vice Squared, please. We need two of her. <laughs> so clever. It's so empowering. Female yeah. empowerment. It's got some real depth and dirt and messy human existence stuff going on. And it's quite gruesome, but it's great. It stars Brittany Oldford as well and Jennifer Earl. Jennifer Earl is this stinkingly loaded philanthropist in New York and they're all playing gay characters. I think Jennifer Earle's character could be based a bit on a sort of Helena Peabody type <laughs> character. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. super she's super rich. Well, Helena Peabody in the first couple of seasons where she just plays with people. You know, she's got so much money. Go watch it, Roxy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it. I cannot wait. And talking of people squared, Rachel Vice squared, Lily Linden writes a very interesting piece this month about Butchers fancying butchers and how that's barely represented in the media. Lily sounds like she's a lot of fun. You can go back and listen to the interview she gave on Pod Diva with Georgia Dimdor Miles. The two of them flirting like crazy. Am I allowed to, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? Yeah, I, I love that. It's so funny, listener. I sometimes have to check in with Roxy. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> They're flirting with each other and it's quite. It's really quite an, an interesting listen. But Roxy, you've read her books and talking about butch on butch. What, what do you think of all that? Pod Diva. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pot Diva. Her writing is awesome because it's so funny and so warm and so true. She's really like an exciting voice in queer writing at the moment and in queer literature. And I love seeing her latest thing she's done. Mm. At the moment, it really feels like we're living through this this moment for butchness. Like it's almost like this surge Mm. of butch joy. And I'm so here for it. There's so much of it, which is fabulous. That's exactly what we need. Because as Lily says in her piece, there's a scarcity of butches being represented in the media, let alone butches fancying other butches, which we definitely want that representation to see it because that absolutely happens and we need to Mm. see that story told. But there's so much kind of great butch stuff going on. Like there's another book that I'm really excited about this year, Mrs. S by Kay Patrick, which also explores butch identity in a really compelling way. That one's about an Australian butch lesbian who gets a job at an English boarding school and that's Mm -hmm. really really powerful and then there was Joelle Taylor not that long ago won the T.S. Eliot prize for a book really exploring butch identity through poetry there's an exhibition that's on at the moment we us all about working class butches and studs there's at the diva awards recently butch please won scene event of the year even in the last season of the l word generation q we were getting some really fantastic nuanced butch representation there was rosie o'donnell who's just yes phenomenal love rosie o'donnell so her character Carrie had a butch for butch romance with Misty and then there was also I don't know if you remember there was this scene where they had Finley and Shane just oh yes smashing shit up like just really going for it and it was like this celebration of like butch energy butch joy butch friendship it was just awesome and it feels like from from working at diva and seeing all this excitement coming up and this energy and this 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 joy it feels like there's like a groundswell of people proudly claiming their butch identity telling their stories celebrating the subculture and it's just so gorgeous i love it it's so exciting going back to our theme of the month of pride we have a really interesting piece 
by Ella Gauchy. We've mentioned Ella's articles before on The Debrief. This month, it's just some kind of crazy coincidence that she's highlighting pride in rural areas like Wales or on the border of Wales, where I have it on good authority. You can blow your whistle so much louder than in the cities because the sheep, they simply don't complain. (laughs) Just as a few weeks back, Pog Diva was highlighting the Channel 4 Proud All Over campaign on the For Pride episode, which obviously is still available to listen on Acast and all podcast platforms. Ella is writing this month about Hay on Wye, a gorgeous little town that I adore. They have a big book festival there that's just nudging itself vaguely into Wales and how Hay on Wye is having its second ever Pride Parade this year. And I just think that's gorgeous. The photos are so lovely. These small Pride events that are popping up all over the country. Can you read a little bit from this for the listener, please, Roxy? Earlier this year, Wales launched its LGBTQ plus action plan, which details how it plans to make Wales a safer space for queer people, as well as becoming a nation of sanctuary for LGBTQIA migrants. It is no surprise that events like Hay Pride have been met with overall love and acceptance. Since their first event, the Hay Pride Committee have created monthly Zumba clubs, drumming squads and life drawing classes to raise queer visibility in their town. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Yeah. I really thought that was just so nice. I have so much admiration for the people who start these events to get up and actually change things, to do that little bit of activism, even in a small way. And these things always grow More people came, more people got involved, allies got involved, because it is, it's about the whole community supporting people from the sidelines, the energy and commitment and passion, the lengths and lengths of rainbow bunting that is needed. It's so (laughs) boldly and excitingly adventurous of them. Oh, 100%. I think it's awesome. And I think it's, it's so powerful to share stories, not just from what it's like being queer in the city, Editing Diva, it's something I'm conscious of, that I want Diva to be a place where people, wherever you live, whether it's in a city or whether it's in the countryside, wherever it is, you feel a sense of community. And so that was something I really loved about Mm. Ella's article about rural pride. There are big things going on in the gay scene in London or Manchester or Brighton, but there's also loads of absolutely awesome and really exciting, vibrant Mm queer and pride celebrations in all these other places so let's share those stories and do you know what one of my very favorite things that happens editing diva is when you hear from listeners and if I hear from a listener who doesn't live in a big city or doesn't feel particularly connected to the queer community perhaps they they need to live in the closet at the moment or whatever it is but they say that reading diva gives them a sense of connection and a sense of belonging to a bigger queer family that really does warm my heart yeah pictures are awesome you can see the energy coming off them just gorgeous I've heard these stories I'm sure you have as well when people go to these small prides they suddenly realize oh there is a community here there is a community we just haven't seen each other we haven't had a chance to meet and it's beautiful it's such a validating thing hats off to these people my rainbow glittery hat off to all the people who do all this amazing work so there's a report that Ella mentions which was published by the Equality Network can you tell us a bit about that Roxy yes so this report based on its research in Scotland says that 
40% of LGBTQIA people living outside of cities in Scotland reported feelings of isolation. Wow. All these pride events can really help that. It's just an absolute coincidence that this month's Beyond Borders feature, it also comes from Wales. We're going to hear from two other amazing, motivating people who founded a rural pride event. This one just a few miles up the mountain and down again in Abergavenny. Vicky Blight is this month's contributor. She's from Wales. Vicky is a radio DJ who lives in Abergavenny near the Brecon Beacons. The lovely Vicky can be heard on BBC Two, Virgin Radio, BBC Radio Wales. Vicky and I also did a one-off part of a series called Quite a Queer Conversation. It was on Virgin Radio Pride UK. It's a summer station. But it won Best Social Action Project in the World at the New York Festival's Radio Awards this year, which is pretty spectacular. Not that particular episode, but the series. Amazing. So without further ado, let's say Croso, Croso, to this month's Beyond Borders in the heart of Wales in Abergavenny. Oh, one note. Vicky mentions her partner in this feature, who is also called Rachel. <laughs> Don't get confused, listener. It's not me. Who she has a family with. Do you know what? That's the third Rachel, maybe the fourth Rachel that we've mentioned. If you think of yeah. Rachel Vice yeah. twice, me, and then Vicky's oh partner, goodness. Rachel. So what's that? If it's squared, tripled, quadrupled? So squared, cubed. And then just pushing through to a whole new dimension, isn't it? Just pushing the laws of space, time, and certainly anything I learned in GCSE maths. Not just beyond borders, beyond the space-time continuum. Beyond the space-time continuum. Oh my goodness, Poddiva <laughs> listeners. See the places we take you, we really help you travel. Let's have a listen. Let's hear Vicky in her own words. Early Breakfast with Vicky Blight on BBC Radio Wales. Okay, I don't know what the stat is for this, but this is purely an observation from the time that I've spent living in Wales. I think there's a really high number of lesbian and queer women here, more so than other parts of the country. I think there are always pockets, but what I would say, lesbians are rife in Wales. Amazingly so. Vicky Blight on Virgin Radio Anthems. Oh, look at us here together on a bank holiday weekend. Classic tracks coming your way from Death. Hello, my name's Vicky Shumai, Vicky Adui, and welcome to Abergavenny, Croiso e Aveni. I've always found Wales super open. As a nation, we're very friendly, very heart and sleeve fiery at times but accepting when i went to university in cardiff that was at a time when i was exploring my sexuality for me it was a great place to be because it was so open it was so accepting i didn't feel like i had to hide that side of me away it was great for a party great for a pride as well virgin radio pride i just want to say a very happy birthday to a special one-year-old sky daughter of the lovely kate and elaine celebrating today I'm so sure. i'm hoping to catch up with my friends kate and elaine and their daughter sky this afternoon to chat about Abergavenny Pride because they are the people who initiated it, who brought Pride to a small Welsh market town just a few years ago. So Pride is back again. Yes, yeah. I think it was it was quite tricky, wasn't it? Because the first one 
we thought maybe 50 people might turn up if we were lucky and we had about 250 people in 2019 so we well, just the, hope people would come and join us and yeah. celebrate and and be part of the day yeah the venue was next to the church and the church flew the pride progress they did. they did they did Indeed. from the top well, of the church and you could see it all around the town yeah. so plans for this year then bigger Ooh, and better big. than ever before bigger better, bigger, better. We're holding a parade for the first time this year. Through and the we're town? gonna be yep, yeah, through the town. Comedy, drag queens, drag, drag king, and bit of a DJ. Yeah, DJ at the end. It's gonna be a big party. When you first had the idea, because this was a chat between the two of you, right? About why doesn't oh, Abigail have drunken, pride? A drunken chat. Over, over some cocktails <laughs> in the iconic Angel yes. in here in Abergavenny. Yeah. And so. I just posted on the local Facebook group, there's no pride around here. Yeah. We got loads of people interested. I just can't imagine being in school and, and not feeling that you're that you're represented in this town. It's quite a small market town. For me, I'm getting a bit emotional now, but for me, I think seeing the rainbow flag on the town hall, seeing the rainbow flags outside the angel, and as you say, the rainbow flag on top of the church, it just brought it home that we're starting conversations and making it easier for perhaps young people that want to come out to be able to have those conversations. Yeah. Some of the hardest things coming coming out every day of your life almost, yeah. whether it's to the person who's come to fix your washing machine or <laughs> I don't know, at the know, hospital, at the hospital yeah. with your son or your daughter. Yeah. We hope we get the right balance between understanding what pride is there for but also celebrating our town and the feeling that we've got in this town is just great. I love it. It's so, amazing. Yeah. This is our home and yeah. it feels right. Abergavenny itself is a market town. It's on the edge of the Brecon Beacons, whose name has changed recently, been in the news. We're surrounded by three mountains. You've got the Sugarloaf, the Skirid, and the Blorange. Lots of wild water swimming on top of the Blorange, and they do loads of base jumping. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful part of the world. It's a stunning, it's the drive-in to just see the landscape and see these mountains. Greenery is just so boldly green. The green, green grass of home and all of that, as Sir Tom would say, is gorgeous. And with that market town vibe comes independence, independent shops, independent cafes, independent bars, just a huge selection when it comes to culture and people. It's a great place to bring up children. I think we feel very embedded and connected in the community. I think now that Rowan's at school, that, that makes that more so it's a brilliant place to come for a holiday for the food festival Abergavenny food festival is huge you sit in a bar in Abergavenny on food festival weekend and you'll have a food writer from the guardian on one table and the bbc on the other and you could be anywhere in the world with what they're discussing but you're in little old Abergavenny which is nuts so I'm thinking of making the trip from Abgaveni to Cardiff to go to a gay girls' night, which is being held at the Casablanca Club in Cardiff Bay, which is a legendary venue from back when it was Tiger Bay and Dame Shirley Bassey was hanging out there. I'm going to catch up with my agent, Leanne Regan, who owns and runs the space. This is like the site of all the greats. I mean, we're sat in the bay. You've got Shirley Bassey and Tom Jones on the wall. All the Welsh greats. All Welsh greats. And I'm here tonight because it's Gay Girls Night. It is. 
good old lesbian. I am. Uh, why, why is it important to have a gay night? It would be really lovely to have a lesbian following here, that people feel comfortable, that can be themselves, can hold a girlfriend's hand. I know, you know, feel like they can kiss in front of people. It needs to be a space for people where they feel like they can have a drink, let their hair down, talk about anything, make new friends as well. So I mentioned how Rachel and I wanted to start a family in Wales. And we were really fortunate to be able to do that. We had to travel to Cardiff, to the Welsh Fertility Institute. It took a few years. Hurdles, stops and starts. But I'm delighted to say that we are the proud parents of not one, but two boys. Rowan's about to turn five. And Oshan is eight months old. Patter cake, patter cake, baker's man, bake me a cake. I feel really proud to be the mum of donor children. I mean, they're always going to grow up knowing that they are donor children. They've got two mums. I would ideally love them to feel empowered by that. To just have such confidence about their own identity and who they are and where they come from and who their influences are. Yeah, people may say random, hurtful things over the years, potentially. But if they're well-equipped, knowledge is power, you know? It's blimmin' lovely to work with Owain Wynne Evans. It's Owain here. How are we this morning then? Even lovelier to be flying the LGBTQIA plus flag between us as well. Darlings, good morning from the broadcasting boudoir. To have a mainstream Radio 2 strand. Coming from Wales. I feel like Madonna. Also, be that visible. I would. Is a wonderful place to be in 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of nice sheep there in places. None of them were complaining about the whistling or the partying, you see? No, they loved it. Very compliant, those sheep. My grandmother was Welsh. My dad was born and raised in Wales. So I certainly feel a real affiliation to Wales. And I used to love the accent of all my uncles. I used to, I used to love it. They say boyo. And I know I'm not supposed to do accents, but I'm an actor, a quarter Welsh. So I think I'm allowed to. <laughs> and I love Wales. I love daffodils and leeks and sheep and singing. How do you feel about it all, Roxy? Oh, bloody love a bit of Wales. Bloody love it. That was absolutely fantastic, Vicky's Beyond Borders. It's so great to hear about all the awesome queer stuff happening in lovely Wales. And Rachel, I actually have a fun uh, a fun sapphic fact for you oh. about Wales, Rachel. Oh. As your resident queer history geek, are you ready for me, for me Wales fact? Ready and waiting. I am salivating at the thought of this one. <laughs> All right, Rachel, come on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you can salivate, darling. Do whatever you need to do. We've had Rachel Vice spitting in mouths and Rachel Shelley just salivating. Bless you. Right. Right, Rachel. <laughs> oh, stop the snorting. Stop the snorting. Oh, dearie. Okay, here's my fun Welsh fact for you. So, the ladies of Langochlin 
Oh, you're going to bloody love them. So, Eleanor Butler and Sarah Ponsonby, they were mates with Anne Lister. So, we're talking about 18th and early 19th century. And these two, the ladies of Langochlan, they shunned expectations that they should marry men. And instead, they shacked up with each other and they ran away to the Welsh village <gasps> of Langochlan, which, quite frankly, is the ultimate U-Haul. Yeah. And they were doing it back in the day. And some people think they were definitely a couple and some think that they were just like gal pals, but they are absolute queer icons because of the way that they carved out their own path in society. And also, make of this what you will, they wore matching top hats, they invited Anne Lister around for a party, and they had a succession of pet dogs called Sappho. Sounds no. pretty gay. Oh, I'm on. definitely in. I'm definitely woof, in. Woof, woof. <laughs> I mean, come on. How good is that? How good are the ladies of Langlochlin? That's Langochlin? amazing. I can't even say it. The ladies of Langlochlin. The ladies of Langlochlin. I love it. That's where they're going to make the next Gentleman Jack. Well, let's hope so, because that'd be a pretty good show, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Let's make it, Roxy. Let's do it. Let's start that show. So thank you, Vicky. Thank you for sending us that. I loved hearing a little insight into your life there. I don't know if she's right about the percentage of lesbian women in Wales. She seems to think it's filled to bursting. Good luck to everybody in Abergavenny with their next Pride Parade And congratulations on setting it up. I think that's amazing. And I'd like to hear more about how it goes. Keeping with the pride thing, there is one article by Krista McKenzie all about your first pride. So Krista writes, you know that feeling when you're young and queer? You're not completely out to the people in your life. So you hold your love really tightly to your chest so as not to accidentally expose your vulnerable heart to the wrong person. I'd been living like that for about a year before I went to my first Pride. It was the first time I was able to flaunt my queerness without an inch of fear or shame. And it was glorious. For a few hours, I was weightless because the closet tends to fall from around you when you're surrounded by people taking control of their own joy. Suddenly, you have space. If you step forward, you won't hit a closed door. You'll be embraced by a community Covered in glitter and rainbows. Gorgeous. Gorgeous bit of writing there. I felt it. I could see it and I could feel it. I love that extract. And it's one of your lovely lead paragraphs in the all newly designed and super shimmering Diva magazine. Your first pride was in Australia at the Pride Parade there. You talk about that in your editor's opening letter. Never forget your first. So my first Pride, I'd just come out to my parents and that didn't go very well. So I took the next logical step and I jumped right onto a plane bound for the other side of the world. (laughs) (laughs) And I I arrived in Sydney and I went to Sydney Mardi Gras the very next day, jet lag be damned. And I had never been to a pride parade before. I'd been in the closet for an awfully long time. I'd been really resisting my identity, really worried about how people would take it. And then people hadn't taken it great. When I went to Mardi Gras, it was just the perfect antidote to all that 
toxic shit, all that toxic shit that had been going on for years and mm, all those negative mm. feelings. It was just awesome. There were dykes on bikes. There were just, and there was just, it was like this feeling of the reverse of what it normally feels like to be a queer person, particularly a queer person who is a bit tortured about their identity, which is what I'd been. Yeah. Where you feel like you're the only one. You feel like there's something wrong with you. You're a bit tainted and you're in this sea of all these other people who've managed not mm. to disappoint people with who they are. So at Pride, suddenly we were the mass. Suddenly queer people were everywhere and we were really bloody happy yes. and we were smiling and we were joyous and we were celebrating and I felt so elated and I felt so moved like I can still feel it I can still feel that feeling when it's just bloody loved it real life-changing moment for me that was real life-changing it must be I mean then look where you are now like the queen of lesbians really (laughs) you are you're sort of the figurehead amongst this whole community as editor. And I'm sure that was one of the first things that tipped you into that world. Yeah, for sure it did. So if you are maybe thinking of going to your first Pride, it can be an epiphany. The sea of love that you get swept up on, it's just, it's beautiful. So it's going to be a brilliant month because of Pride. But what's happening this month of Pride on Pod Diva. Next week on Pod Diva, the awesome Amber Whittington, aka Amber's Closet, aka our gorgeous Pride Issue cover star, is going to be interviewed by Diva Deputy Editor Nick Crossara. So we spoke about Amber a bit earlier. She's absolutely fantastic, an influencer, an activist, a style icon, a lesbian, <laughs> an entrepreneur, and she's just doing such inspiring work for the community. So you definitely want to check out that conversation definitely then after that we have another relationship room with Ali Hendry the relationship room is a safe place to discuss ideas that help us navigate interpersonal relationships and it's all done with quite a lot of humor as well I can promise you it's going to be great because she has such great interviewees they're always mind expanding thought provoking really worth a listen okay and after that oh my goodness bow down for the queen the out lesbian queen of the period drama. It's the one, the only, Golda Rochevel. All hail. All hail. God, I love a bit of Golda. You know, Golda, so she's the star of Queen Charlotte. You'll know her from Bridgerton. She's got this powerful presence. Awesome actor. So charismatic. So entertaining. Did you know that she was on the cover of uh, Diva magazine some years ago? No. We love a bit of Golda. Wow. Queen Charlotte, the Bridgerton spin-off, which is on Netflix at the moment. So many gorgeous wigs, so many heaving bosoms. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love all that. I love all the colours and the finery oh, and all of that. It's so beautifully done. Can you imagine getting ready for any one of those scenes? It must go on forever. Oh, it's so spectacular, isn't it? Every time I watch it, I say to my girlfriend, like, babes, I want to redecorate. I want- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to go full on balls to the wall, Bridgerton. Like, we need to have, you know, wall art for days. I need to get myself some new deals. I just bloody love it. I absolutely love it. Can you imagine the size <laughs> of those things? Like, all that gold and curlicue yes. and chandeliers and all the stuff that's dripping in a, in the average house. But doesn't it look spectacular, isn't it? Oh, a feast it's for really, the eyes. A feast Gorgeous. for the eye. It's really delicious, a really dreamy. So there's so much going on. Dear listener, as you go into Pride Month, remember that 
Diva is here with you, Diva Magazine and Pod Diva. And we're celebrating with you in this community, which is not just in the UK, but worldwide. We are all over the world and we are all standing together. Whatever you're doing for Pride, we're standing with you. Team Diva will be at many Prides this year. If you see us there, please do come say hello. We're a friendly, lovely bunch. I can vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be talking to readers. We'll be celebrating. We'll have our glad rags on. And we're also inviting readers to go to your local pride take a lovely queer pride picture and post it on social media with the hashtag diva pride and then we will share our favorites on our platform so we just want to just have pride love everywhere yeah it's like a big hug a big hug down the radio big pride-tastic lovely (laughs) hug so whether you're sparkling solo on the sofa demonstrating downtown or partying with your bow peeps in pasture Have a fabulous pride. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Every week we bring you new interviews from a vast range of fabulous people celebrating and amplifying the voices of the LGBTQIA plus community. Browse our extensive back catalogue of episodes to find your favourites, from Jennifer Beals to Abby Jacobson. It's like one gorgeous, glossy magazine in your ear. Please share, rate or review us. It really does help. You can find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can email me at editorial at diva-magazine.com. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.